Hello and welcome to another episode of Casting Views, the podcast with your hosts, I'm Dan. And I'm Lou. Where we take a topic each week and cast views on it. Now, we're going to experiment with our first theme month and we're going to do food because who doesn't love food, right? And the people in our podcast group know I'm obsessed with food, especially with the time difference between us and America. I was talking about pizza once and I got them wanting a pizza at six in the morning over there. So, <laughs> so yeah, we're going to talk about food. But before we get into that, let's have another promo from one of our friends. And this week we're going to feature Decaying with the Boys again. Adam and Matt bring you a weekly update in a, in all sorts of things. So mainly it's going to be beer and it's going to be fighting of some sort, usually wrestling. So sit back and, and enjoy the trailer. Welcome back to the Jojitorium. It's Decaying with the Boys. That's right. It's Matt. It's Adam. Two comedic co-hosts that talk about what they love. Beers, combat sports, pop culture, horror movies, and whatever else we want. So subscribe on your favorite podcast platform to catch new episodes dropping every Sunday morning. And we're back. So, Lou, food. 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 We food. love food. Food if, month. <laughs> yeah. if, we, if we had a visual podcast, you'd tell how the both of us really enjoy food as well, I reckon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, this is it. I mean, it's going to be tough keeping it just down to a month of episodes for food with us, isn't it? <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm probably coming at this from the perspective of like stuff that I loved as a child, but feel like it's kind of not quite socially acceptable for me to eat as an adult, <laughs> if that makes sense. Sounds worrying and interesting at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of those things that you just look a little bit weird for eating now. So if you put a plate of something down, you, the people would look at you and be like, are you sure you're all right? I feel like that's kind of the way that I'm approaching it. And what we've done for this first episode is I've also looked at kind of the foods that remind me of my childhood because as you always keen to point out I'm a slightly older than you so <laughs> kind of I'm, I'm looking at the food I had in like when I was a kid in the 80s and, and going into the the early 90s I yeah I'm picking foods that I remember and also have got maybe something quirky about it to talk about yeah yeah Right. Do you want me to kick off with some food items that I think would be socially acceptable and socially unacceptable as an adult? And socially unacceptable to unacceptable nowadays. But things that I loved as a kid. Okay. Have you got them? So I mean, because I've I've gone like probably a bit overboard. I've actually like got a menu in front of me, right? So, but instead of first course, second course, and, and dessert, I've got breakfast items, dinner food, desserts, drinks, and snacks. So. Okay. I tell you what, you kick off with your breakfast items because I don't think I've got many breakfast items. I've got more snacks, sweets that sort of thing okay well breakfast items i've actually only got a couple of things on here the third is more of a generic thing but i've got um something that i remember massively was pop tarts when they came over to yeah yeah, they came over to england in the 90s and they were very much an american thing and so again kind of as a kid in the well kid i would have been about 13 1990 yeah 13 14 and i remember seeing these over and you just wanted them because you saw they were advertised really enthusiastically and then you get them and they were nice but they're so sweet have you have you had pop tarts yeah and i feel like as well the thing that came along with that was that they were basically in all tv show stroke films for a period of time as well yeah well that was it they were the thing right it's like fresh from the states and and they're nice and like obviously i'll go straight for the chocolate because i love chocolate right but they're just because you've got the icing on the outside as well haven't you 
<laughs> there's that like layer of icing and then you've got the the filling inside which is really sweet so they're that kind of item where every now and then you think oh i'm gonna try it i'm gonna grab a box remind myself of it and then the minute you bite into it for the first time you remember why you haven't bought it for like 10 15 years <laughs> <laughs> i feel like and again i not 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 to offend any of our american audience obviously because we know a lot of i feel like a lot of the snacks that are imported from america are just really really sugary yeah there is so a, there's yeah. always a bit of like an artificial kind of like sugar taste to them because do you know what I immediately link when I think pop tarts and again they're completely different things but do you know Twinkies oh yeah but you like those don't you I like, I, to be fair I really like Twinkies <laughs> but I accept the fact that I'm basically just eating what is like a moist um cake-like substance because I don't know if it is cake I'm not sure what's in it <laughs> <laughs> with like some sugar cream in the middle and it's probably like 600 calories per little foam like finger thing yeah. Um, but that's kind of the same category that I put. I would put pop tarts in. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. And like some, some of the chocolate over there as well. It's got that real kind of almost like gritty sweetness to it. If you know what I mean. It's, and like I said, the thing is, I would gladly, uh, well, because I tend not to do the shopping. But if I was doing the shopping, I probably would stick a box of pop tarts in the in the trolley now because I'd fancy <laughs> doing it. Yeah, you know, and it was all the colours. I think they had blueberry, you know, strawberry. Yeah, they they were made really appealing, really appealing, and and like I said, I put I put it on there mainly because it was um something so different from the cornflakes and the sugar puffs and stuff like yeah, that. It was something true. different, you know. It was like a little cake in a in a casing kind of thing. But do you not find as well that stuff like that, and again with the like, do you know the flavors? They're really like intense flavors. Do you know in the UK, obviously, a lot of like kids' medicine was always like sweetened with something artificial, so yeah. it was always banana flavored or something. I no, feel like. Strawberry. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of the throwback flavour that it gives me. And I feel like that's why I was never particularly keen on Pop-Tarts. I like it, but what I would like is if maybe if it didn't have the filling and it was just a a rectangular bit of the the pastry or whatever it is with just a little bit of the icing on the outside, that'd do me. I'd I'd actually (laughs) love that. So whoever makes them, if you're listening. My next, the next one I'm going to mention is an odd one because you can have it at any time of day, but I used to like having it in the morning but only at weekends it was like a special treat and that's um potato waffles oh yeah potato do, waffles do brilliant yeah 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 brilliant and again like i said i know you could get them although i like everything i am convinced they're about 30 percent smaller than they used to be when i was a kid <laughs> they were like great do you know what i mean you, you had to lift it up if i was feeling or, or kind of then uh when when i became an adult and grown up i i then used to like grate cheese over it or put cheese over it as it was this, you'd have the cheese melt through. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I always loved um, the potato waffles because you've stolen one of my dinner items, <laughs> just with beans. Beans <laughs> and a potato waffle, amazing. Just su- such an elite level food, but... We can come back to that when you do it, so I won't talk much <laughs> more about it. And for me, again, the memories are, because it came in a big box, you'd get about 10, and it was <laughs> in that big red box, and it was as you opened it up and they'd fall out, you'd, you'd pull them out. <laughs> so potato waffles, but I'll finish with the... the the one that technically isn't necessarily about eating food, but it was back in the day when I when I were a lad, you'd get toys in the cereal. Oh yeah, yeah. Or you'd get like um, a CD on the front of the box. 
yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. It used to be like attached in the front. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean now. Yeah. Do you remember? Now, the thing was, I, I used to remember every time you'd buy it and like you, your mum was like, what cereal do you want? You say that one. And it was like, are you sure that's what you want? And not because there's a toy in it. It's like, no, I really like that. And then like six weeks later, it's still in the cupboard. Because what you then do is you'd get it home and you'd empty the whole packet out into a, onto the counter just to get the toy, which would invariably fall into the bottom of it for you to play with it for about five minutes chuck it and then like i said six weeks that the, the cereal's gone but i mean it's been for years you don't you don't get anything in cereals anymore do you it's not i feel like nowadays it'd just be like health and safety regulations right? that's just exactly be like, what it is. oh yeah they're, they're they're just um just in case children choke on them or something i feel like that's the only reason that you don't see that as often yeah in case when you're pouring out your cereal and that like plastic toy falls out into the bowl you mistake it for a cornflake yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or a, a sudden, rice crispy. You go into A and E because you've got like a like a plastic Kinder egg toy stuck. In yeah, the there's like there's thing. there's a transformer. You know, I, I didn't realise there was a transformer <laughs> on my on my yeah. spoon. So as you didn't have breakfast, so that, that's a quick tour through. Yeah, pop tarts because they were just amazing. They they were like they were exciting at the time. I know that sounds sad now, but they were and this this day where you've got you can go into your Tesco and you've got shelves of, from around the world. You know, like there's you get loads of American sweets and stuff in, in Tesco now. So without sort of wanting to steal another one of your one, um, I just sort of like the, the marshmallow in a jar. Is it oh yeah. 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 I mean, I don't get that, but I've never bought one, but I really want to. Yeah. yeah it's one of those <laughs> things. That it's just like, kind of, but I feel like it's, is that stuff that's like in the American section of Tesco? Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. By the way, for again for our audiences listening in America, we have like American sections in our supermarket, but they're just really expensive. So, like a box of Twinkies is like nine quid, which is what probably like twelve or thirteen dollars at the point of recording this. <laughs> you get uh, Lucky Charms is always Lucky uh, Charms. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, they're like six quid a box. Yeah. <laughs> I used to. I tell you what, though, I did find a, a sweet from the American shelf that i really like i think they're called milk duds and i can't remember exactly because like i said i haven't got them for a while i think it's like toffee and chocolate i think but yeah i went through a phase where i had to buy milk duds and they were like two pounds for a tiny little box of of sweets (laughs) you know there we go that 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 was a quick tour of breakfast from my childhood (laughs) very very well yeah yeah (laughs) right do you want me to sit i'm gonna skip to some dinner stuff um, I guess, to be fair, I guess most of these things you could have as breakfast if you wanted, depending on where you were or what you were doing. So I'm going to kick off at a time when I was young, and this is a time when Jamie Oliver didn't exist. Okay. I think Was, you, was there you, a time? <laughs> yeah, was there a time when he hadn't invaded our schools and destroyed our mills? <laughs> now, for anybody, again, a little bit of context as to who Jamie Oliver is and why I've mentioned him. Jamie Oliver was somebody who set out to make school dinners healthy. Yeah. And so what he did is he had programs on on, on TV and he turned around and said, geez, chicken nuggets are made of 40% cow hair and hoof and all of that sort of thing. He said, it's all, all the good stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then all of the good stuff ended up going from, you, you ended up going from slices of pizza at school to broccoli and some carrot sticks, basically. So one thing from my childhood is turkey Twizzlers. <laughs> I almost said it and then thought, no, that's probably where you're going now. now yeah. I never again, had them. Yeah. Again, something that you could probably have for breakfast if you wanted, but turkey Twizzlers were elite. Again, something I feel like I could never get away with eating now. And what would you pair with turkey Twizzlers? Well, if it were me, like I said, I never had them, but you'd probably stick a 
beans and peas next to it or something like that, would you? You're kind of on the right tracks with beans because I had spaghetti hoops. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> spaghetti hoops do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, again, I feel like that's something that I've never had from my childhood and it would be weird for me to just make a meal and, and oh eat that my myself. God. Spaghetti <laughs> hoops. Though I did. I had them. My word. Yeah, the slop. They came out so <laughs> thick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my word. It's like uh, like it was like some sort of like really viscous. Like... Yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then... What better thing to dip in the spaghetti hoops than smiley potatoes? Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like if I had to turn around and say, give me the perfect dinner from my childhood, it would have probably been either turkey dinosaurs or turkey twizzlers, like the perfect school dinner, turkey twizzlers or turkey dinosaurs, forgot to mention them, potato <laughs> smiles and spaghetti hoops. <laughs> were, were turkey twizzlers, were they like breaded? Were they like chicken nuggets, but turkey? So from the way that I remember them, you know what? I have to go and see if anybody does them anymore. From what I remember, they had some form of coating on the outside, but it wasn't necessarily like a bread in. Okay, okay. Do you know like that really like processed chicken yeah. that McDonald's used to make their nuggets <laughs> yeah, yeah, out yeah, of? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was basically that, just like rolled around a skewer and... It was either like fried or oven baked or something. I but yeah, I they were just it. like a is really like... like... Um, do you, do you, have you ever had now, is it Fridge Raiders? Is it yeah, 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 kind yeah. Of like I guess that. It, yeah, a little bit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, the see, the thing is, people listening are probably crying out or something that this is all awful food. But sometimes they just crave something a little like <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know something like just the most like basically where you could put everything in the oven at two hundred degrees and it's all done <laughs> in twenty minutes. <laughs> it's all the same colour when it goes on the plate. And the potato smells, to be to be fair, they're pretty cool. Because, again, I'm sure you or at least your sister had them when you were little. Because I, oh, yeah. I remember coming round or, or like my mum, when you used to come to ours, she would cook them and I'd be like looking and say, why, why can't I have those? I've got these potatoes. Basically, do you know when you go to a posh wedding and the kids' meal comes out and you regret getting the adult meal, which is like lamb shank with some like lamb sauce or something, and then the kids all get chicken nuggets and spaghetti hoops? That's actually the meal that you want, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, we were at one recently, I think. Well, when I say recently, it was pre-COVID, of of course. But I'm sure there was a wedding we were at where, yeah, I think think we were there together. We looked at the kids' menu coming out. I was thinking... Damn it. <laughs> yeah, we wish I should have marked it down. <laughs> I've got one more. Now, this is this is food, but it's something again that's dinner that I feel like I only did when I was young, if that makes sense. So it's a place, and that's a carvery. Yeah, okay. I had something similar, but okay. Uh, so you haven't done carveries recently or... no so to me i don't know what it is but i feel like i've either just never seen a toby carvery in like 15 years or i've just never paid enough attention but you know when you go there they're like do you want gammon or beef or this or this or that and you can just go up and then you get roast potatoes that have been sat out for 45 minutes and are already yeah. limp like again it's one of those things that it's just like a memory of like do you know like a cheap meal out when you were a kid yeah so again well i'm sure probably most people do but if, if you don't know what carvery is it's like Lou said you go up to counter and they've got all the components of like a roast dinner haven't they but separate so you go up with your plate and you say yeah i'll have some potatoes i'll have that my problem is always when i'm looking at them and they say the meat i'm like well i want a bit of everything please can you you just do me free of everything (laughs) yeah and normally i'm I'm like get to the veg bit and like no no you can skip that bit (laughs) like give me the yorkshire pudding the potatoes 
the three meats because what is it? It's gammon, chicken, and turkey. No, is it? I think it's gammon. Is it turkey? Gammon. And then is it pork? No, pork. Well, pork, pork would be gammon. Is pork? Is oh no, sorry, gammon. Here we go. We're going to spend half hour. <laughs> is it gammon, is it lamb or something? chicken, and beef? I think. Ah, oh, you're right. It's beef. It's beef. It's beef. Ignore me. I just said pork and gammon were different things. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I've only ever been to a carvery a couple of times, and I think those were like a, like Christmas meals at work. So it's an easy place to go with people. Do you know what I mean? So you can then choose what you want. Yeah. When when we well when we when I was younger, as a treat, it would be like once a month probably or a bit more. We would go to a beef eater for dinner. Oh, beef yeah, yeah, beef eaters again. You know what? I was actually in a beef eater really recently, just because you need to sit down. You just want like. A bit of meat, some potatoes or something or some I was going to ask if beef eaters were still a thing. Yeah, they are. I was in um, Nottingham recently and stayed for a night up there and ended up eating in a beef eater uh, because it was just right next to the hotel. And I thought, you know what? I haven't been there in a while. Um, Not as good as I remember it, to be honest. I can probably imagine that. Yeah, kind of feel like um, it was, it's a chain of those like places that was kind of left in the past, if that makes sense. Yeah, and that's what it was. So even at the time, I think... They're, they're like a chain of restaurants, aren't they, that did a mix between, it felt like it was a mix between pub food and something a bit more than pub, maybe even like early versions of trying to be like a gastro pub. Yeah, thing. yeah. But without the, well, they they would have a bar, but, you know, it's, it's more like a, a setup, like a restaurant. Now, yeah, I'd go there and I remember I'd probably order the same thing every time. And I remember it was called marinated chicken. That was it, which could be anything, but it was like this chicken that it was a chicken breast that came out red and it was just like a spicy kind of sauce around it. But it just felt great. That was like when, like when they would say, all right, let's go to the beef eater. It's like, yes, that's it. We're going, we're going somewhere nice, you know. But, but like you said, whether it was the case then or it's just gone a bit, bit downhill because some of these things haven't kind of kept pace with fashions or tastes have they so yeah do you know a bit like in the uk for instance when you walk into a mcdonald's they made it all touch screen and everything but then you walk into a burger king and it still looks like the 80s that's kind of the where like um beef eaters have been left in my mind did you ever know wimpy oh yeah wimpy loved wimpy funnily enough (laughs) there's one near to um where my girlfriend lives um, oh, so, yeah we've been there for milkshakes and that sort of thing i still think wimpy's brilliant to be fair yeah. where they exist of course yeah they don't very much anymore but yeah brilliant Wim- they wimpy was like the burger chain over here wasn't it and then your your burger kings and your mcdonald's came over you know sort of came on on the high street and and that was it then wasn't it <laughs> what was the word they had for that sausage that was cut in like a circle um yeah, i'm not sure like... we can, i'm not sure we could say it without being cancelled Oh my god, I don't know. I just remember it being something bad. If that makes sense, I'm going to have to Google it now and see whether or not we can get away well, with it. No, well, I, well, I, we could say it because that was the name of the item. See, while you're looking for that, the thing I remember about um, Wimpy's was that you ordered the food and it came out on a plate and it had metal cutlery, so it was a burger bar, but you got it on on a proper plate with a knife and fork. Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. It was like a proper sit down place, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, well, I've just realised why we can't say that. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, for anyone wondering, you'll have to Google it, I guess. Yeah, just Google it. It was, uh, yeah, around split sausage. <laughs> Unbelievable. But they also... <laughs> did, um... No, I wouldn't be done exist anymore. Well, yeah, yeah. And they had something called a Coke float. 
Oh my god, yeah, with like you've got a Coke but ice cream like ice in cream it. Well. in it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh god, a Coke float is brilliant. Not enough places do a Coke float anymore. Again, oh, I feel like that's didn't a, know if it was, an, if any did. I feel like it's a menu item of like a throwback age again. But I don't understand why, because full fat Coke plus ice cream of any flavour. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like how yeah. is that not good? I don't understand. But it was just the fact that it was like I said, you got it on a plate with a knife and fork. Class, <laughs> class. <laughs> Going back to actually your spaghetti hoops also remind me of um, alphabetty spaghetti. <laughs> Did you ever have that? So it was the same, but it was the letters and you would try to spell a rude word. You would try to find <laughs> the letters. Of course you would. Like that, by the that... time you'd made, your, you'd made your countdown, yes, you'd turn around and it'd gone cold. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've, I've got some food items from my past, um, if, you, if we want to go through those. Yeah, because this will be interesting to see if I know as much, as many of them as well. I think you would no, I think you'll know all of them because like I said, I think they exist to some extent now, but I think they're brought back, if you know what I mean. Some have had a resurgence. The first thing I had on it, and again, you could have this as any time you could have it as lunch if you wanted, and you could technically have it for breakfast, were Findus crispy pancakes. Oh, I don't think Do you I know what they them. are. They are, I think they tried redoing them again recently. So they were like a savoury pancake folded over. So they were hard and crispy. They had like a breadcrumb and they would have like, I think it was a mince filling. There was chicken mushroom, I think. And there was a cheese filling. And and they were just really nice. They were these, like I said, these thick, crimped, savoury pancakes with filling. A few years ago, bought a box, you know, because they were advertising like, they're, oh, they're rebranding them. And my God, it was awful. They're tiny. The meat was gristly. <laughs> I think I chucked the half the box away. And that's what I'm saying. You know, like you were saying about you want to go back to the foods of your childhood, but I'm I'm guessing some of them you'll be disappointed when if you did. Yeah, yeah. And do you know what it is though? Is we've known that like chocolate manufacturers, for instance, and all food manufacturers do it. Rather than increase price, just reduce what you get. Yeah. So yeah. you always find, as much as people say, oh, you're a kid, you remember it differently. No, no, no. Portion sizes get smaller with Definitely. these things. That's just and, the way it's always been. And I think ingredients have got cheaper. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Because it's all cutting cost, isn't it? So those things that you remember being so good yeah. when you were young, you try them now and they're actually a little bit crap sometimes. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Another thing is actually, um, it's, it's obvious what it is. It's cod and parsley sauce in a bag. If you look at it, it's square. It's... Sorry. Lucio is having technical troubles, and by technical troubles, I mean he's bashed, he's, he's, he's whacked his microphone halfway across the room. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so you get like a square bit of cod in a bag that's got a sauce in it, and it's just it's just really bizarre. Again, they were like um, a lot of the stuff, because I think when I was a kid, like the ready-made meals were becoming popular. So again, they, I think they were there from the 80s. Now, on the odd occasion, like when I, you know, when I fancy something different or I was getting in late so I was like mates you'd have like a ready meal or something like this and this was like I said it's literally a frozen bit of fish in a bag with parsley sauce that you just boil for half an hour <laughs> and then you pull it out you cut it you burn in your hands but yeah have, have you ever seen those I don't think I've seen them I don't no? think I've seen them no that's a very that seems like a very very throwback thing for me yeah it's it again it kind of does remind me and i remember asking my partner at the time uh, you know the other night as well said you know what what were your memories and that was one she threw up as well so not threw up literally but threw it threw at me yeah so that's cotton parsley sauce in a bag a frozen square chunk of fish 
I may be less on board with that one than I was with some of these. Do, do you know what? It's, it's, it's probably all right. I mean, well, I'd like to say fish is fish, right? But yeah, uh, yeah. Have, have a look. At least have a look in the supermarket because it comes in, the, the box it comes in is literally no bigger than the item as well. So it's just tightly packed in it. And, and I think you get two or four. And it is literally just a square. Um, I'm trying to think, I don't know, like a big calculator size or something. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, I want to skip a couple. I think I want to just focus on a couple. Special mention, I think, to sun-dried tomatoes because, or tomatoes. <laughs> they felt like they exploded at one point. They were like the must-have item. Again, they seemed fancy. And and if you had them, you know, because again, I think they were popular in the States. And it was like, it's a tomato, but we've dried it. So, it, you know, it's, it's, it's different. <laughs> And now you then find it in all kinds of now starters and antipasti and things like that, don't you? So Yeah, sun-dried tomatoes now just seem like kind of like a staple of anyone who's kind of put on, you know, like a little bit of like a um, party spread. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll come to a couple of party foods after. Um, <laughs> but the thing, one of the things I was going to mention, and we didn't have it that often, was um, Smash. Oh, I've never heard of that. You never heard of Smash? Never heard of Smash. Oh, and we found the divide now. We found the device. So Smash is a powdered mashed potato. <laughs> it just couldn't get any shit, could it? It literally is that. You just add, I think you just add like boiling water to it <laughs> and stir it up to make. <laughs> what? It's just, I just, I just don't understand why. To make what? Because <laughs> it's, it's all about time, right? Because, I mean, you've got a potato. All you have to do is boil it. Where did people live in the 80s? At the International Space Station? (laughs) (laughs) But you know what was clever about it was they had a really good advertising campaign where they had these weird, funny, childish kind of like robots. So it was set in space. Your your International Space Station thing isn't far off. It was advertised by robots. Right. You know what? Funnily enough, my mum and dad sat me down and showed me some adverts that were on TV. And I've literally watched this as of maybe two weeks ago, this advert. I've just Googled it, the, the smash powdered mashed potato. Yeah. And I've just immediately recognised the advert that they showed me. Yeah, so they were robots that had these funny voices like this that, that we were talking <laughs> in our last episode. And, and they would laugh and go, ha, 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 ha. That's actually not a bad impression, I think. My God, my God. And also, they had the the little jingle at the end, you know, and if you can add a jingle and it went, for mash, get smash. You see how these things stick in your head? And I haven't seen this for like 30 years. But but like you said, it wasn't the greatest stuff and we only ever had it once or twice. And again, it was probably pressure from me to my mum to say, I want the robot mashed potato, (laughs) you know, because it would come out. It was was gloopy. It was... (laughs) It doesn't come out. It's not potato. I don't know what it is, but it wasn't. It's like it's like forty percent potato, sixty percent magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or hope. Yeah, because yeah. you put too much water in. Just before you go on, as well, I've realised that I've actually omitted one from my dinner thing. But again, I, technically, it. could be breakfast. And I feel like this is going to be a more your generation thing. Oh, yeah, Spam. Yeah. Never had it. No way. Never had it, and I don't think I want it really yeah. wow like a spam fritter or something yeah oh, oh do you know what? i may have had a spam fritter because of obviously you know the the shop but i don't i just don't like the idea of spam I, having said that i love corned beef but i've never oh had see spam. yeah I, I can't i can't get on board with corned beef because i think that that's just a little bit grim but spam i think's all right so did I you think, did you have that, that then is that 
Yeah, yeah. I think it stopped. Like it was a th- like a, obviously with the nature of the fish and chip shop being in with the family and that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a staple of fish and chip shop menus for years and years. But I feel like you can't really get that product anymore in terms of fish and chip shops. Don't really not in the do shop, it. And, but I think in the supermarket, I think you can still get it. Like yeah, cans of spam. But spam fritter was brilliant. It's basically like um basically like a, you open a can it's just like a chunk of ham isn't it yeah but you're cheating though come on i mean ultimately a spam fritter is basically a chunk of it dipped in batter and then deep fried so basically you're just eating deep fried food rather than the spam itself i think that's yeah yeah. Uh, yeah yeah i think that's why the spam yeah i feel like if you you know if you gave me spam to eat just out of the tin i don't know does it need to be cooked i can't even remember if it needs no, to be cooked no i think you just not. eat it straight out. Yeah, yeah, yeah i mean obviously you know i don't know if it was like a lunch and crackers thing i think i remember them getting out on top gear once um but yeah spam i think was a brilliant thing again kind of something that would maybe complement a turkey dinosaur dinner yeah i mean you can deep fry everything here Have you, are you going to talk about anything else deep fried Oh, should we talk about anything else? Yeah, because for again, for for an American friends, I don't whether you can get it over there, but here it's it's quite specific to fish and chip shops, isn't it? And yeah. Oh, go you you explain it. Yeah, I, I mean, I think from what I remember, the trend of battering strange things came from Scotland, if I remember rightly, because I think Scotland was like... definitely up north anyway. The north yeah, yeah, yeah. So it started with battered Mars bars, and <laughs> they, which are brilliant, <laughs> they are honestly, amazing. You know what? This is you know one thing that I feel sorry for all of our American listeners is that you don't have fish and chip shops or, in the yeah. states, or the ones that you do have aren't actually proper fish and chip shops. If yeah. we're being honest. Um, but yeah, all of a sudden it took to battering stuff. So again, with the shopping the family, battered Mars bars became a staple where you turn around and be like, can you do me one? They're brilliant. They are amazing. It's just like a, a, a gloopy mess of like that caramel chocolate mixed together, all encased in this crispy outer coating. Genius things. And then do you remember it became a trend like battered Oreos? Battered cream eggs. Just anything. Um, Twix. You know, literally. Twix. And, yeah, people, just, yeah. Yeah. Any, absolutely anything. It was like seasonal stuff. I remember people coming into the shop and saying, well, could you batter this for us? And he, he, he would say, yeah, <laughs> g- g- give me 20p for doing it and you can have what you want. But you hit the nail on the head. I only ever had them a couple of times. So, yeah. So, again, yeah. Imagine you've got a Mars bar. You dip it into a batter. You fry it. And then, like you said, you've got that hard casing then. And then you cut into it. And, yeah, the the chocolate is all melted inside, isn't it? And it's just heaven. It was heavenly. They are just so sickly, though, because Mars bars in and of themselves are actually really sickly chocolates. Do you know, when I say Mars bars as well, I mean the proper sized ones. (laughs) Yeah, not the fun fun size. (laughs) Not the fun size ones, because let's be honest, we all eat two of them. But the, <laughs> the actual proper sized ones, when you batted them, they were so sickly. I actually think my dad said to me that once there was a, a kid that came into the shop and he must have only been like 16 or 17 and he sat down and his mates had dared him to see how many of them he could eat in a row. And I think oh. he managed about six of them. Wow. <laughs> I just do not know how he managed to stomach it because they were so sweet. But yeah, if there's one thing about to our American viewers, if you come to the UK, try and find a fish and chip shop that will just batter random chocolates because yeah. it'll change your life, change your life. I remember I um, I tried to batter chips once. That didn't work so well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I let, I, there, people have perfected it now. Let me know. But but there, were ta- there, was, there was a period of time in the UK where people legitimately were battering everything. There was battered pizzas that became yes, a thing. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember? And then, funnily enough, I can't remember what the name of the account is on TikTok, but there is actually a fish and chip shop that I followed on TikTok. And 
he literally just used to respond to comments battering anything that you want. Yes, yes, I saw that. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> it'd be like batter a subway meatball marinara. He'd be like, "Let's go." <laughs> but the thing is, so right, you want to try because, like you said, you don't even have to eat the batter. Like a lot of people don't eat the batter on fish, do they? The batter yeah, then yeah. becomes a casing to just fry and cook whatever is inside it, isn't it? <laughs> I recently had something here. Um, it's it's quite a regional thing. But it's called a clanger, and I don't know if you've had one. The argument about where it's originated from. So I've, I know it as a Bedfordshire clanger. There's a Hertfordshire clanger, but ultimately, what it is is it's a pastry, right? Imagine like a, an oblong pastry, and for three quarters of it, you've got a savoury filling. Like I had pork in sage and cider. Okay. And at the other end of it, you've got a sweet thing. So this was apple and sultanas. <laughs> all in the same all in the same thing right. and if you think about it cornish pasty i used to love cornish pasties as well and it's got meat and potato and veg in it the pastry back then was made for more protecting the feeling so i think it was for like miners when they went down into the mines they could then open up the the pastry and have the filling that was inside oh right yeah yeah i know what you mean yeah 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 so now yeah to me almost like battering everything is is a similar thing it's just then <laughs> instead of keeping nice things clean in the middle we're just taking a, a kebab or something that's already fried <laughs> or or whatever and, and sticking it in a fryer to do more stuff to it so it is weird. do you know what the only thing that i feel like you couldn't batter kinder eggs that, yeah, no, you definitely couldn't. Yeah, you definitely couldn't do that. I've got one more dinner thing I want to mention, and again, you can get it now. But I think to me, this really sums up like the 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 mid mid late eighties, possibly early nineties. Prawn cocktail. <laughs> yeah. So imagine this: you're in the mid eighties, end of the end of the eighties, start nineties. You get invited around to a dinner party, and you got like a glass bowl, and the the key touch was like a lettuce leaf in it for the garnish. <laughs> yeah, one, right? single, one <laughs> yeah. single lettuce leaf. <laughs> that was a classy garnish, was a lettuce leaf. Then you would have cold prawns on it. And then you would have what would be like, it's either a cocktail sauce or a thousand island sauce. And I'm sure it was just like ketchup mixed with mayonnaise, right? Slavered over it. So... And that was the start, you know, you can, you could even then, and I think you can still get it now, they make it fancy, but that was like the starter in any restaurant or if you went to someone's, if you went to a dinner party, you would get like a prawn cocktail. Yeah, that was like a posh thing because they always had specific, like everybody had bowls specifically for prawn yes, cocktails. Yes, yes. Like they all came in those like um, chalice looking crystal glass things. Yeah. And that's how they were served everywhere. And even at home, that's what people would have. Yeah. Funnily yeah. enough, I made myself a prawn cocktail literally on Saturday because yeah. I used to love it. Like if I've got a thing that I would love to kick off as a starter, prawn cocktail is genuinely a brilliant thing. But I I even love the flavour of crisps. I think that's oh, yeah. my favourite oh, flavour yeah. of crisps. But, but yeah, prawn cocktails. Yeah, I, I can imagine because that would have been a really posh thing back then. I, don't, I just don't think you see it very much now. I don't really, I don't, I've never really seen menus where you can ask for a prawn cocktail nowadays. I've often seen them like when we've gone to Christmas meals at pubs, but it's not the same. Like the bread is a rustic chunk of homemade oh, yeah, this yeah, and that. Yeah. When you just want it to be like a bit of sliced bread with yeah, butter yeah. on it. <laughs> and like the prawns will be arranged in a certain way. No, you just want it chucked in, like you said, this glass bowl or this glass chalice thing. Or you want them resting on the outside of the, the bowl with the sauce in the middle. Yeah, in the middle, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you, you know. can dip them in. <laughs> yeah. And, and the one thing I have to say again for our American friends is prawns over here is um, 
they're tiny unless you get like the jumbo prawns which over there when i've been to the states you buy shrimp and they're like about six times the size of our prawns <laughs> do you know what i mean so we're talking about these tiny little things as well and again they're really expensive in supermarkets yeah, yeah. as well <laughs> so you've probably got about 20 of them in your bowl but you think that's a lot but it's not they probably make up about six normal sized ones yeah <laughs> While we talk about it, I kind of want to mention a couple of party foods, right? Because I've got two things on here that really sum up again my childhood at like family gatherings. Okay. All right. Go on then. And again, these are probably from the 60s, 70s. People still do them now. I'll start with the one I only thought of literally about half hour before we, we started this Volivants. Have I you ever had those? Never heard of that. I don't even know how you spell what you just came out of your mouth. Let's see if I get it right, but you want V-O-L space A-U, sorry what come out of my mouth, A-U space V-E-N-T-S, I think. Genuinely, I thought that was all one word, but fair enough. (laughs) They're like little pastry cases, puff pastry cases, right? Tiny though. Have you found them? Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at them. So they're pastry cases that you'd put a filling in and it could be whatever the filling you wanted. Yeah, it looks a bit like posh pork pies. Yeah, but tiny, and I love pork pies. <laughs> but you could put anything. You could make like an egg mayonnaise and put it in. It was whatever you wanted to fill in. But they're tiny, so you'd literally stick the whole thing in your mouth and it'd be gone in a bite. <laughs> I feel like this is, again, something that a restaurant would have done, but just made it a little bit bigger and put some garnish on it and then charged you 12 quid for it. Well, they've made it's made a resurgence a few years ago, and it was supposed to then be, again, like, you know, overcharging you. But no, what you got to remember this, this was easy party food because you could buy like... A pack of those cases, you get like, or, or a couple of them, you'd have 20 or 40. You just make, like I said, some egg mayonnaise or coleslaw or whatever, and you would just spoon it into it. And you've got a couple of trays of, of like party foods there, nibbles. Oh my God, I'm on Google, I'm looking at photos. Somebody's put prawn cocktail in it. <laughs> and that's the ultimate 80s mashup that's it, then. That's it. We, we, I tell you what, we should do that. We should have like a, a, a food night and just throw it all back to all of this oh, stuff. Oh, maybe we should. Maybe we should. I have to say one, and this, right, this epitomizes birthday parties when I was a kid, family gatherings. I think I've seen it called the something something hedgehog. But what what it was, it was like cocktail sticks, you know, like a toothpicks or cocktail sticks. Yeah. With a, a cube of cheese and a cube of pineapple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they would then be stuck into, you know, like that, what is it? Like that really hard foam you get. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but as a half dome, then you put <laughs> tin foil for Americans, is it aluminum? Aluminum foil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then you would stick the the end of the toothpicks into it so it looked like a hedgehog. But it was like cheese and pineapple. (laughs) (laughs) It's just just things like, isn't it weird as well how like back then, I'm saying that like it was so long ago, but back then um, everything (laughs) felt like it was just all presentation and that's all that mattered. (laughs) Like that's all it was. Like even when we're talking about prawn cocktails, like back then they were the most basic things in the world. Like the ingredients at the time were just crap because it was presented in your crystal glass. You thought, oh my God, this is amazing. But but the thing is you were giving kids a toothpick. (laughs) You were asking them to eat this off a toothpick. If you had like cocktail sausages and stuff like that next to it and the volivants <laughs> and like a, a bowl of uh, pickled onions, that was it. You're at a party, I was. Pickled onions as well. My God. You brilliant. know, some on- onion ring crisps and you're at, you're at any party I went to as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, amazing. The thing is, 
I absolutely loved those. So whilst cheese and pineapple sounds bizarre, it was nice. And voluvants were nice. That is just that now I look back at them and I think it puts me in a time and a place. If you were to give me a plate of that now, I'd be regress. I'd be like 10 years old again. <laughs> You'd be sitting there being like, Rocky's just come out. It's the 80s, Duran Duran are a thing. And I'm eating my voluvants. <laughs> Something else. And again, I know we still have this now, but again, it was more of a mainstay of a party trifle yeah yeah oh yeah god trifle yeah yeah so a big bowl was it those ladyfinger biscuits is it jelly custard or fruit in the jelly probably then a layer of custard then a layer of whipped cream and then hundreds of thousands on the top (laughs) now i can't lie and this is probably going to offend some of our british viewers i think trifle shit yeah, I don't particularly like it. <laughs> I, I just think, it, it, do you know what it is? It's a bit like, to me, it's a bit like, do you remember in Friends where Rachel makes that really <laughs> crap trifle with mint? Like, to me, trifle is just a load of flavours that don't make sense. Actually, I, I prefer to have the one that I think Rachel Yeah, made. yeah. If I'm being honest, that, because it's true. To me, trifle is just things that somebody, I don't know when trifle was invented. I don't know who it was invented by. But I feel like it was just a load of things that just happened to be available that you just slanged into one dessert because to yeah. me, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. But but it was like the classic kids dessert at a party or something. You would give them trifle. <laughs> and it's like, I didn't like it. I didn't particularly, I didn't particularly like custard. Well, I didn't like the cold custard because it yeah, obviously yeah. was served cold. You know, you've got cold... The jelly's cold. You've got then the custard is cold. Then you're adding those biscuits in, which if they'd have taken those out, I might have actually enjoyed it. But you've got this weird concoction of like soggy biscuit, jelly, fruit in it, maybe the cold custard. Yeah, just didn't work for me. (laughs) Just didn't work for me. Anyway, what do you want to go on to now? Well, I've got some kind of like snack type things. I'm going to start off um, again when I was young, and that's Lunchables. Oh, I know what they... Yes, yes, I know, I know. They were like the packets and you used to get them... Again, <laughs> what they used to, Yeah, basically, it used to be like a, a Watch packet. out, Jamie Oliver's on us. Yeah, Jamie Oliver's turning around because the meat content in the ham they gave you in there was literally like 4% of that. Um, and what they'd be is they'd be like a section with crackers, a section with cheese, and a section with ham, and then you just put like a, a layer of cheese, a layer of ham between two crackers, and that would be it. I can't remember if they ever came with a dip. I don't think so. I don't think they did either. So it was literally just dry cheese, ham and crackers. But again, they were fantastic things. And I'm not going to lie, because I remember when we used to babysit you and <laughs> mum would get you some. And if you didn't eat them, I would eat them. That's what I mean, because they're just, they are great. But they're a thing that you're just like, I can't actually buy them for myself nowadays because it's just a bit weird <laughs> i think you have hit on that little thing what you're doing is there is a that little bit of nostalgia and wanting to relive your, your childhood days you know and that lunchables is absolutely that like could you imagine right could you imagine you pull up at, at your canteen at work joe next to you has got his pasta salad sharon on the other side has made like a, a, a nice caesar salad or something and you rock up with your lunchables yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden in actual fact everybody would want a bit of your lunch yeah you're like you're all right yeah yeah <laughs> now along the same lines i've got um dairy lee dunkers do you know what i'd never liked dairy lee oh really yeah i don't really? like dairy lee yeah oh wow so yeah they were like um cheese and un- like i think they were cheese and onion was the most common flavor like um kind of like crisp potato ru- like um stick things almost yeah. And you basically had like a, was it like a sour cream dip or something at the yeah. end? 
I used to dip it in the sour cream dip and then eat them. I thought they were brilliant. But again, if, if you just whipped out in the middle of your office, you just wouldn't get away with it, would you? <laughs> yeah, actually, you just reminded me of something else I'm going to write down. Like I said, without it sounding negative, even though it is, it's, it's very much a process thing, isn't it? You, It's very much a thing of convenience. You, you'd probably buy it to, to keep your kid happy every now and then, but you shouldn't be having it all the time right or, or yeah like. yeah yeah it's one of those things it's like a it's kind of like um if you saw someone if you see someone feeding your kid like a, a lunchables or something it's like you couldn't really be bothered with, with it today, <laughs> yeah. oh, um, dear. along the same vein something that would go along with that baby bells okay yeah but i know i you see i don't for me i don't think it's necessarily a childhood thing i think you can have it as an adult no, no, I think Baby Bells, just because of the adverts and everything as well, again, they were like a staple, like, like you would just have a Baby Bell thrown in a packed lunch, wouldn't you? All right, we just know what the poll for this episode's going to be now, <laughs> is Baby Bell for children <laughs> only, right? No, because, do you know what, it's perfect, because they're in that wax case, so you can bring them out with you. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. Have it. That's so that's true, why yeah. I think it's good. And then the only other thing that I've got that might go in with like a packed lunch or something, which again, are crisps that I don't have anymore as an adult, and that's pom bears. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're sitting next to me at work and you pull out your Lunchables and a bag of pom bears. <laughs> Like, do you know what? Do you know what? When I next go into work, I'm going to the supermarket tomorrow. I am buying the like most like childish packed lunch I could possibly imagine. I'm pulling it all out of work. Do you know what? Pom bears are bloody nice, you know. Yeah, pom bears are brilliant. I think they're, they're fantastic really nice. crisps because they're kind of a mix between, you know, like um, potatoes and what, like Pringles are technically like potatoes, but they're like um, like the mashed up one and then shaped. Yeah, aren't they? yeah, like almost like frazzles. Did you ever have a frazzle? It's kind yeah, of melt yeah. in your mouth, don't they? They melt in your mouth, like a yeah, like a skip, like a quaver. I'd say it's yeah, yeah, like yeah, quaver, yeah. That's yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, so I think they're a perfect combination. They were brilliant, but the only problem is I even remember as a kid, like I never went for one packet and always be six at a time. Yeah, but there's nothing to them, so you're fine. Yeah, this is true. They are literally like minus calories per one, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I mean, we could go on for ages about crisps, so I won't. <laughs> but I'm going to bring up two snack things. One was you could get bags of, and these were. Typically at the pub. So while I'm saying childhood, it's more like teenage years. These these three snacks I've got are predominantly from like my sixth form and college years. Okay. So one was little bags of pork scratchings. So I don't know if you... Pork scratchings are just the most bizarre snack. Have you ever had any? Pork scratchings are disgusting. I used to love them though. Oh no, awful things, awful things. If you're all right with eating like bits of hair in... <laughs> Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just grim. Like it's just, it's just like again. It, it feels a bit like that something that was left on the factory floor when yeah. they were producing another product. And they thought, oh, scoop that up and we'll put that in a packet. But I tell you what, though, go to a pub, have a couple of pints, and then <laughs> then someone open up a bag of pork scratches, and you tell me different after that. I tell you. I wouldn't like go and and say, oh, do you know what? Instead of those bag of crisps, I'm gonna have a bag of pork scratches. No, but when you're at a pub. It just felt normal. It felt natural and it felt normal. <laughs> so if you don't know what pork scratches are, I would say look it up. No, just go get yourself some. Find some and try them and, and then come back to us. In the crisp nibbly kind of thing, um, scampi flavour fries? Well, no, never heard of. You never heard of those? Again, no. very much, I think, an 80s thing. I looked on Amazon, actually, you can still buy, like, um, packs of these and other things, but they were, like, these little, uh, little, like, puff things. 
and they were they were flavored. They were supposed to be scampi flavored. Right. So okay. Quite a fishy, fishy flavor. But they were tiny little bags, and they cost. You know, this doesn't sound a lot, but back then they were like eighty p or something, ninety p, which as a kid felt extortionate because you could buy penny sweets, right? <laughs> as sweets for two p, and then you get a bag like that that was like seventy or eighty p. But yeah, I think they were Smiths. Uh, scampi flavored fries. Yeah, I'm seeing them now. There's actually a shop that like specializes in selling them as well. I was thinking it was scampi and lemon. That's right. So they had a really strong flavor, really strong smell as well. You can actually get them from Amazon if you're interested. Yeah, yeah. That's for 24. <laughs> well, you can also get these things. I didn't like them because, again, it was a feeling. It was cheese moments, they're called. So I think they were the same things as scampi flavored fries, but they were filled, instead of being hollow, they were filled with this soft cream cheese kind of thing. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, I just didn't like. So again, in the, yeah, as as a kid, again, if you went to the shop you, or, or in the pub, you could buy a pack of those along with your pork scratchings. So yeah, you'd be <laughs> you'd be the envy of everyone sitting around you who, who who was sober at the time. And the last one, like I said, it's still popular now, but it just epitomizes my sixth form years. Pot noodle. Yeah, pot noodles. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's still just a staple across like universities everywhere. It's like a pot noodle in it. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the sort of thing you don't have now. Or as an adult, you can get these more. They're more um, upmarket kind of <laughs> yeah, like pot, noodles. pot noodles. Yeah, posh pot noodles. <laughs> again, a question: Do they have pot noodles in America? I I, I haven't got a clue. I haven't got a clue. Because I know that I think like super noodles and that sort of thing are like a thing in America or like versions of them. But I do wonder if like if like our American audience I, are missing out on all of these I'm amazing say, British things. I think pot noodle is specifically British. I don't think I'm going to go out on a limb and say I don't think they have pot noodles. But yeah, I think they'd have the type of food. You see, you mentioned super noodles. The problem with that is it doesn't come in its own pot. Yeah, yeah. You actually have to get a pan <laughs> yeah, out for them, whereas this it. is. A, well, actually, hang on a minute. How can they have pot noodle in America so they don't have a kettles? Oh, that's true, actually. Yeah, but It has to be a British thing. So, yeah, pot noodles are basically these plastic containers with these dried noodles and um, a flavouring of some sort. Yeah. And then, yeah, you just boil a kettle, which, yeah, you don't have over there, do they? Yeah, so, they, yeah, you can't, surely you can't do pot noodles. But, yeah, I, like you open a pot noodle and it's basically just like... Um, like um dry dust it's yeah, like yeah. dust and it's dried sawdust. sticks yeah. isn't it basically yeah. it's, all, it's all dehydrated like, again yeah. like you'd be served on a space station or if like you had rations <laughs> that's what it but, looks like but as a student you just boiled a kettle so what 60 seconds tipped it in up to the fill line waited what three minutes and yeah, then you had yeah. a meal well inverted in quotes air quotes you had a meal <laughs> Now, again, sorry, because we're going off on a little bit of tangent with this question, but can I just ask, did you drain the liquid or did you eat it with the liquid in there? No, I ate it with the liquid in there, you have to. Because I've seen like an, an argument being made online as to whether or not you should be draining your pot noodles before you eat them. No, what? no, you, that's wrong. You're doing it wrong. Stop doing pot noodles wrong. <laughs> no, it's not something that I've ever done. No, 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 no. But, but yeah, people have always turned around and said... Um, Apparently, you need to be draining the water. And I was just like, I've never known that. Sure, and I'm not, not going to lie. Go. I'm not going to lie, right? If there were a flavour I really liked, like you could get like those um, really hot, spicy ones, I'd get a bit of bread at the end and mop it up if there was stuff left. <laughs> yeah, that was the whole point. That's the flavour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I mean. Where does all the flavour go? Otherwise, you've just got rehydrated plain peas that taste of nothing and noodles yeah. that taste of nothing. <laughs> the key, though, <laughs> is to put slightly less water that they say, though, because then it makes it slightly thicker. That's yeah, what you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
because um yeah no train the water who are these people and why are they wrong <laughs> oh my god we need to get like the ceo of pot noodle or whoever is pot noodle on bust the myth <laughs> right i have got drinks and desserts left yeah, I've got drinks. <laughs> and again, I feel like everything's just basically like a staple of a lunch that you'd get at school. So the reference to them, and I don't know if this is the brand that I would have had when I was younger, but they were called Quenchy Cups. So they were basically like a plastic container of juice. And they're they're basically like a budget Capri Sun with a straw. And you dig the straw into the top were of the container. pyramid shaped? Were they kind yeah, of? Yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, a little bit like that. They were. Yeah. Never had yeah, yeah. Them, but yeah. They're like juice things, basically. And that was just the drink that you got. Like if you went on a school trip and the school had done like lunch, like a lunch for you, that's what they'd they'd give you as like a drink. Is it like typical? Like you said, you know, you could get those drinks in like plastic containers with those thin plastic lids with a thin straw, and they were always yeah. like the weakest, <laughs> probably full of e numbers and everything, and they were the weakest drink. Yeah. Oh my word. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 That's that's what I had for drinks. I had Capri Suns down, but I feel like Capri Suns are just a modern day thing. They're just again a staple of childhood, aren't they? Because I feel like if you busted out a Capri Sun in your office people would look at you a little bit strangely was capri sun and i don't know if you're going to mention it though but like sunny delight was it just because they were kind of like um american again i will say that probably more so sunny delight because i think that's almost how it was like sunny d and you call it oh yeah 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 was there an appeal like that for that or was it just because it's sweet rubbishy sustenance (laughs) yeah i think it was just because it was i don't you know what i don't know i always remember capri sun adverts being on um but i so i don't know if it took off because of that it was like always the thing of like being popular on television and like adverts you always used to see it but again that was kind of like a staple of and they were built of like well built they had they were in that pouch thing which was unusual wasn't it yeah and you know what the worst thing about a capri sun was the straw only had a sharp one sharp end to go in the drink if you didn't get it right and you bent the end of that straw you were not getting your capri sun that day well i got half the capri sun over me while trying to open it that's the problem so you people then started turning them upside down i think and stabbing the straw (laughs) in the bottom yeah yeah because they were so full that yeah you try to put and and the problem is the other thing you could do is you could actually stab the straw through the other side of it yeah yeah you could. <laughs> so thin yeah yeah oh well, um, well. i don't know if they're sold with paper straws now because i can imagine it just makes the task even worse god yeah can you imagine that but but yeah capri suns were the ones what else what other drinks you got i had there was a particular type of milkshake i think now, I'm actually trying to find the name of it because crusher. I can't remember. What... Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, Crusher. Yeah. Yeah, I knew it would be Crusher. I thought about that earlier. Um, were they the ones that had the advert with like the cat or something on it? Do you know what? I don't remember that. But are you talking about this? Not so much a milkshake, but it was the flavouring for the milkshake. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry, I've got it right. It was the advert with the cats. <laughs> the Crusher Cows advert. Yeah, again, if if you're listening to this, you need to go and Google that advert and those adverts because I think that's what made it popular was just the nature of the adverts on telly. You know, we mentioned my dad at the time as well when he he worked at the Wimpies, didn't he? Or the company that owned them, he became like an an area rep for them. And we had at home growing up a milkshake machine. (laughs) And by milkshake machine, what I mean, it was like a metal, a big metal cup 
and you had a, a metal whisk and you would put the you would put basically into the, the 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 cup it was like a travel mug it looked like but it was all metal you would add a couple of scoops of vanilla ice cream you would add some milk and then you would add the flavoring of your choice the crusher so and then you would then put it up in the whisk and sort of 30 seconds later you had a milkshake so it was lovely so you could have technically it would be like a fresh milkshake <laughs> yeah yeah it was like yeah like powder stuff that would go in it as well yeah yeah uh, it, it, no no that was great that was great and yeah I, you remind me because i thought of that but i forgot to to mention it i've got two drinks and one drink system i'll call it so <laughs> right, that might, okay that might give away but the first drink I'm going to mention, I'm, I mentioned it in one of our other episodes. So do you remember in it, the Christmas one, I said I'd always wanted a um, a Mr. Frosty toy? Yeah. So slush puppies. I used to oh, love yeah. slush puppies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would it fit into your category of would you have it as, as an adult now? Probably not. I don't know. Well, hang on a minute, because <laughs> there's actually a bit of a trend at the minute. And if you... Um, have been clubbing maybe any time over the past like three or four years you've started to see a trend where some places are getting slushy machines and just giving you a slushy but putting two shots of vodka in it or something i really oh well yeah, that's, on a that's night different. out yeah. so i feel like that's something that used to be childish that yeah. you can now get away with but like um what's what are they at cinemas now fanta fruit fruit blasts is that ice blasts or tango ice blasts sorry um and they're basically just slushies isn't they so i feel like they've actually kind of stayed on to be yeah fair. but the name like tango ice blast slush puppy yeah one is like yeah this is powerful and the other's cute and fluffy <laughs> but yeah slush puppies were just i'm not even gonna say 90 it was like 99 percent ice wasn't it crushed ice yeah and then a yeah. color because you wouldn't ask for a flavor you would just say i'll have the blue one or the yeah, red the one, one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like half and half if you were lucky yeah yeah damn Slush puppies, right? One, this is going to seem a bit odd. It's a mineral water. Is Perrier? Do you remember? Do you, do you know Perrier water? Perrier. I've heard of it, but it's I can't a, say that I I've think ever it's had in it. a, have a look. I think it's in a, a green, like a tall green oh, glass yeah, yeah. bottle. And do you know the, the thing about that is, again, I kind of remember it. It was in the 80s, but it was marketed as something really sophisticated. <laughs> so it's just mineral water, right? Like now you can go, you've got about 20 30 40 different varieties of mineral water on your supermarket shelf but this was marketed as something it was just like it was like the 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 thing the the in people were having perrier water and that was a buzz and that's why it became so popular and again i think i remember it more from the the marketing and how it was rather than i don't think we we ever had it you might have had the odd bottle because everyone tries something don't they yeah but, yeah but it was just fizzy fizzy water which i never used to like yeah see I, I don't think i've ever tried this to be honest with you i actually am quite fond of fizzy water um but just plain stuff because i'm boring but yeah i can imagine this being do you know again like along the same vein as prawn cocktail marketed as something that's like super posh like yeah. the next big thing that, because exactly you know... what it was exactly it was super posh and at one point i think they had they had it with lemon <laughs> you could have it with lemon flavoring which was nice you know it'd be nice but yeah so perrier water because it was the posh thing to do and you know if you can imagine at the times of the 80s where where mobile phones were breaking like those massive mobile phones and file faxes and stuff like that perrier water <laughs> was the other the other ingredient to uh floppy disks <laughs> to, yeah to make you like a high-flying exec <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how many flavours they had when you were young, but they've got watermelon, orange, lime, strawberry, apple. What, Perrier? 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's down market now. Then you just want one or two at most. That, that, yeah, that, and they're in plastic bottles now. <laughs> oh, disgusting. Now, the last one I said is a system. I never had it, but again, really wanted it. But almost glad we didn't have it because growing up now, I could see <laughs> it would. Shit. <laughs> it would have been a fa- well. No, it's not shit. They're still doing it now, but it's, it, it 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 would have been a fad. Is um yeah. Soda Stream? Yeah, I just knew you were going there. Yeah, it's just yeah, they're just pointless, isn't they? <laughs> it was like you know, it was marketed as making your own lemonade or your own Coke at home, your Coca Cola at home. So it was basically it was just compressed CO two canisters, wasn't it? Yeah you would carbonate water and then you would add a flavoring into it. And then you, you know, you would mix it all up and then you add your Coke. Now I can guarantee it probably never tasted like Coke <laughs> no chance. or Pepsi. <laughs> no chance. Not even Pepsi. I know how bad is that? <laughs> and yeah, I can, I can imagine that the mix was never great, but yeah, soda stream. But again, just reminds me of the time when it was about gadgets, you know, it felt, it felt exciting because you could make your own fizzy drinks at home. Yeah, at a time where you could buy, like nowadays, even now, you can buy like lemonade um, in supermarkets for like 70p a bottle. But instead, we're going to sell you this 150 quid machine and then the syrup <laughs> every two well, months to make it. And the sell. cartridges. Yeah, yeah, this is what I mean. It's ridiculous, isn't it? But yeah, I'm glad that that never caught on um, similarly to you because, you know what, maybe I, sh- maybe I should have given them a try, um, but I wouldn't invest in the machine now because maybe some of the flavours were good. But again... If you're doing it for Coca-Cola or a Coke taste, I just feel like nothing compares. Yeah. So I think spot on. I'd love to have, I, I wished I had have tried it just to see if a mate had owned it, just so I could have seen what it was like. I've got um, a few sweets, but I'll yeah. rattle through them um, because I've got a couple of things about how you should be eating them as well. Because again, as a kid, <laughs> there was only a particular way you should be eating them. So the first one is flying saucers. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Again, now the only correct way to eat these was to split them in half, do all of the sherbet, and then do what was basically the communion wafer because <laughs> that's what it was. Oh my god! You see, the flying saucer. So, like you said, yeah, they were a wafer flying saucer filled with sherbet. Right now, they were. When I say the worst thing, I didn't overly like them because I didn't particularly like wafer then, and that sherbet when you had five six seven of them was quite sickly yeah yeah but you had to get them because they were they were the staple of like a pick and mix or a or a the cheap cheap sweets weren't they yeah and the thing is as well nowadays like flying sauces are one of the few sweets that are actually still proper reasonably priced like you can go and buy a pack of flying sauces for like 35p in a supermarket and i think it's brilliant but i mean, I mean they are literally just communion wafer and a bit of sherbet so it's not a lot that goes into them but i think they're brilliant sweets for that and again you have to eat them a particular way another thing that you had to eat a particular way was ice gems the little biscuit yeah they're like a biscuit okay, with yeah. then like a tiny bit of icing on the yeah. top and the way <laughs> that you ate them was you separated the icing from the biscuit you got all of the biscuit out of the way just so you could have the handful of sugar it's funny, isn't it, how you have certain <laughs> routines for eating food, doesn't it? And again, again, only acceptable way to eat that. Yeah. Um, and then I've got one more throwback. And again, I think the, these got a bad rep because of the nature of the way they were, but candy sticks. Yeah, I think I've mentioned these to a couple of our friends on Twitter before, yeah. Yeah, and these, I mean, I still really like candy sticks, to be fair, if I see them anywhere. Again, they're like 15 or 20p a packet, so I pick some up just because I think they're brilliant. But when you were a kid, the way that you ate them was you opened them like you'd seen an adult open a packet of cigarettes. You pretended to smoke them and then you ate them. <laughs> well, some of them did have 
they were yeah, like orange chips at the bottom. Yeah, they were marketed as cigarettes before yeah, yeah, they were yeah. before they were candy sticks. I knew them as like candy cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. actually, when you think about it, it's awful that they were marketed yeah, like yeah. that. And they used to even come. Do you know, like cigarette packets back in the day. Again, yeah. when I say this, like the sixties, seventies, used to come with like um in america especially you get like baseball cards or something in them yeah like even the candy sticks still come with like do you know like a, a transferable tattoo yes that's, that's right yeah and that's what they used to come with but yeah yeah absolutely brilliant and i'm only going to give one um honorable mention to dip dabs uh, okay <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah just like a stick and I, I you know what i couldn't tell you do you know the stick that you get yeah in them i couldn't tell you what that is and I couldn't even tell you what flavour that stick thing is. Because you know it's just like sugar, but I couldn't tell you what it's supposed to be. So Dib Dabs was two packets joined together of different flavour sherbet, wasn't it? Was yeah, it two? and then you had, yeah, it yeah. was two. So it was like a uh, a strawberry type flavoured one. And then I can't remember what the other one, the other one was really sour. And then you got like that yellow stick type yeah, thing. Yeah, um, yeah. But again, like that stick was weird because it was really sweet but a strange flavour at the same time. It was and hard, wasn't it? Was it? it was yeah, hard. yeah, like yeah. a really hard, yeah, yeah. Um, bald, sweet, not bald, yeah. sweet, but you know what I mean, like a hard candy type thing. Um, but you never had enough sherbet to yeah. finish the stick with, so you ended up crunching your teeth down on this really God. hard... See, <laughs> sherbet thing. was just in everything as a kid, and I used the amount of times I probably felt sick eating it. We had um, sherbet fountain, yeah, <laughs> and it was, yeah, a tube full of sherbet and it had a licorice stick in it yeah. right and so i used to hate licorice so what i used to do was i used to chuck that and just literally chuck the, the sherbet <laughs> in one go i'm i'm convinced as well that i recently read somewhere that because of health and safety because the the, the licorice was sticking out of the pack that they've now changed it so the licorice is encased in like a plastic cover oh okay Again, I remember as a kid, like I mentioned, so on a Sunday, we'd go to like our grandparents' house. And um, the, as a kid, you'd be stuck trying to make your own entertainment because like the uncles would be chatting or playing cards. And, you know, th- my mum and the aunts would be having a chat, you know, doing whatever they were doing. So we would wait. I think it was like half five on a Sunday afternoon for the shop to open up opposite. And you'd go with like a couple of quid. And you could come back with like about a thousand sweets because they were like a penny. And it was like the um, the gum lips. There was a fried egg. You could yeah. get the, the flying saucers. You'd get like watches, candy watches that you'd put around your arms. So they, they, there was like bits of candy on the yeah. string. Yeah, everything was made out of those like little, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, sweet, like bracelets and necklaces and all sorts. Yeah, it's just crazy. So you're putting it on yourself and then eating it off. Yeah. <laughs> In an age of COVID, could you think of anything worse? Yeah, and how many hands have gone into that as you're picking yeah. them out? You know, it's just. I actually, you know what? Just with respect to the pick and mix thing to begin with, I just had pick and mix in my notes. And I literally had pick and this is what my notes say. I had pick and mix meant for kids, but you need to be on an adult budget now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it's true. You go to a pick and mix counter, you you turn around, you fill it up with what you want. You get there and they're like, oh, that will be £32, please. You're like, Hang on a minute. <laughs> It's like I have to remortgage my house to afford yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like you, the ones at the the cinemas are always the worst. The ones at the cinemas are always the worst. But these used but, to yeah. be like a penny each week. Yeah, this is what I mean. Penny. Yeah, I remember half like... penny at one point. They were like back in the. I'm I'm not going <laughs> to say when I was a lad, but yeah, they were half penny at one point. But you know what it is as well. I feel like even with sweet shops now, I think like 
what's like do we have big chains of sweet shops i think we've got like that yay old sweet shop is that yeah. like one that you see around um but i feel like the whole marketing thing towards sweet shops like that is like oh it's all premium because yeah. it's also stuff that's imported and that comes at a premium and they're even turning things like you'll get like a pick and mix bag from one of these shops it'll be like six quid and you're like i've literally got some coke bottles some flying saucers and some fizzy snakes and you're charging me six quid for it. And that's not what they were supposed to be. Do you know what I mean? Like oh, they were supposed to be. As well, yeah. Like you could pop to the shops with, like you say, a couple of pounds and you could come away with like a bag of sweets that was going to do you for like a few days. Well, when I was a kid, literally, God, uh, when I were allowed, when I was a kid, if you had a couple of quid between you, you you'd eat like a king on sweets. <laughs> Seriously, you'd, you'd, you'd be sick. You'd be sick at the end of the night. That, that was the thing. But now here, you know, like when you go to London, I was just thinking of what you said. You've got just loads of like American candy shops. Yeah, yeah. And it's like they're so expensive. Yeah, and, yeah. And that's yeah. the thing. And it's just like they're a similar. And I'm sure you used to be able to get those things because I remember. Um, did you ever have nerds when you were? Oh, yeah, yeah. The really hard little tiny things. Yeah, but yeah, really yeah. like strong flavor like that would yeah. make you suck. Yeah, your entire facing when you're eating them sour. I'm sure you could get those when I was a kid, and they were quite cheap. But now they're yeah, really yeah. expensive. I used to remember another American sweet was a uh, Jolly Ranchers. Heard of them? Seen them in shops? Never bought them though. No. They they were really nice. I remember a shop, local shop, used to have them. So I would um I would get one every now and then. Like you'd have watermelon flavor things like that. Sorry, I had a few desserts. Have you are you done with your desserts or sweets or? I've got some ice creams. All right, you go for yours. You go for yours. Okay, I'll go through mine pretty quickly. Mini milks. Oh, okay. Yeah, I never liked those. Yeah, they were like those, like, they were always marketed with, like, cows and stuff on the front. And I think they were chocolate, <laughs> strawberry, and vanilla. Yeah. And they were basically, like, a tiny little, like, kind of, like, cream lolly. Yeah, yeah. Almost. Yeah. Because uh, they weren't really an ice cream. They were kind of like a cream lolly. Um, and they just tasted, like, again, of, like, medicine flavor, basically. <laughs> Whatever flavor you had tasted like medicine. And these were um, predominantly from the ice cream van that would come. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were. You could get they? them in they shops, were. but, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got screwballs. Yes, you've nicked one of mine, but yes. Yeah, yeah, and like they were the ones with like bubble gum at the bottom, weren't they? So it was a cone of ice cream. Like, I yeah. think like vanilla and strawberry, like um, strawberry syrup. Yeah. And you had a bubble gum ball at the bottom. And I, that was the only reason I ever got that. So you could buy a pack of bubble gum for less price than that. <laughs> I only ever got that because there was a bubble gum at the bottom of it. Yeah, and it was like a task and a challenge. <laughs> yeah. Um and then the next one I've got and the last one I've got is Calippo shots. I don't know Calippo shots. They I think they still got them um in do you know like news agents where you've got like the tiny little fridge of ice cream. Yeah, yeah. They've always yeah. got them in the bottom of these shops and they were like a little plastic container and you twist the top of the container and you tip them out in your hand and they were basically just like tiny little bits of calippo in different flavors oh, okay. in these tiny little like uh, ball bearing sized balls basically. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, I've never, yeah, never had those. They were always brilliant. Very refreshing on a hot day to be fair. See, I love those kind of things. Like, I did love the uh, the original Calippo. Or those oh, yeah, they were brilliant. Ice they pops. Were. Or what was it? Twister. Was it Twister? Twister, yeah, yeah. yeah. We had like the ice cream and then the cream bit like around the middle. Well, you, you had, the, yeah, the ice bit, like an ice lolly, one twirl. And then, yeah, the ice cream that went in, in amongst that. But you've just said something that I think has hit the nail on the head again for me. I think that's what I miss is, tend not to have ice cream now. If you do, you'll go to the supermarket and buy some ice cream. But back in the day when either the ice cream van came round and as a, you, you ran out to it or you go into the newsagent and they've got their ice cream freezer 
with like the pictures yeah. of the feast <laughs> and the cornettos <laughs> on the side. And and it's it's the it's a thing as a kid where you're staring at it for about twenty minutes because you can't decide what one you want. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. is it a fab do you have a fab is it or oh my god fabs oh my god again there was only one correct way to eat them you got all of the chocolate and the hundreds of thousands yeah, of first yes. then you ate the white bit round the red bit and then you'd finish with the red bit and there was a rocket do you have a rocket that was oh like... god yeah 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 <laughs> and you know what sorry just while we're there on the on the thing of ice creams as well i did have 99s down but only on the basis that when you were young they were actually 99p whereas now <laughs> yeah. you ask for a 99 you, you get a flake in it and the bloke says that'll be three quid please and i'm like well, well, you know the, it's a tiny little bit of ice cream on a really crap wafer cone see i didn't like wafer so i didn't so i, I the only time if i ever got those it was to get a flake <laughs> <laughs> you were really inefficient when you were young yeah 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 all right i've got some i'm gonna well, I'll skip one quickly. I'm going to say Black Forest Gatto Cake. That was very much, again, of like family parties of the 90s. And Sarah Lee cakes in particular. So you'd get like the chocolate cake or a Black Forest Gatto. Arctic Roll. Yeah, yeah. So Arctic Roll is like a, a round, like a, what do you call it? Like a cylinder of vanilla ice cream. And then it's wrapped in a sponge, isn't it? That's got like a, a very thin strawberry sauce. Yeah, that's the one. Oh my god, as a kid, that was my favourite. <laughs> I think you could still get it, but my wife she tried. I think it was last Christmas to try get me some, but it was all sold out in the supermarket. She couldn't get it. I think it's people <laughs> living the memory. But again, because it, it was just that sponge with ice cream, it was just something different. Do you remember? Um, I, I don't know what it's called, so I've called it chocolate topper. It was what. <laughs> It was where you'd have, sure. it's where you'd have ice cream, and then you had a chocolate sauce that you poured over the top of it, and then it froze. Oh, I'm not sure about that one, you know. Again, really pointless, but yeah. So you're at home, you get vanilla ice cream or whatever, then you had this sauce in a, in a in a in a plastic bottle. You squeeze it over, and then when it hits the ice cream, it kind of solidified. Right, okay. So you'd have like a crunchy chocolate or strawberry topping. Okay, I've yeah, never heard of them, but they sound all right, to be fair. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. I'd have to have a look and I'll link it to you another time. Angel Delight? Have you ever Angel's had Angel Delight? Yeah, I don't like Angel's Delight, but no, yeah, I can, it's no, an I iconic don't. thing, yeah. It's kind of like Smash. It was, it, it, I actually looked it up before we started because I couldn't remember what Angel Delight actually was. And they just call it a British pudding. <laughs> they don't say what it is, they just call it a pudding. And again, it was, yeah, it's powder that you just add water to and then you mix it up and it was kind of like, um, is it like a, almost like a yogurt? I, don't, I actually don't know <laughs> if, any, if anyone knows what Angel's Light actually is. But again, it was heavily advertised and you've got different flavours. But the one I'm going to finish with is Vianetta. Vianetta. That is some top tier dessert, that is. Vianetta is like the ice cream equivalent of from Ferrero Rocher. Yeah, yeah. It, that's a, that is you've got the ambassador comparison. coming round. If you've got the ambassador coming round for dinner, you yeah. want to give him Vianetta. It yeah. was the posh ice cream. If you were having a dinner party, you'd rock up with the, the, the Vianetta laid out on like a long plate. And, and that was it. <laughs> You were yeah. you were the ones to beat then, do you know what I mean? But to be fair, it's lovely. I like yeah, Vianetta. Yeah, Vianetta is brilliant. And you know what? It's one of the few, few foods that, do you know when like you look at Vianetta, in terms of the chocolate to ice cream, it's actually bang on because there's quite a lot of chocolate in it. 
Yeah. And I quite like that. Whereas if it had been anything else that was made today, you'd always feel they'd skimp on something like that. But that's why Vianetta was always elite. Amazing. amazing <laughs> but also they did it clever because then you had the chocolate layers in it, but they were like thin and crispy. So as you were yeah. cutting through it, they made that cracking sound. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, it was like an early Marks and Spencer advert. They marketed the, like that crunch as being something special. And yeah, seriously, you know, I can't impress upon you that how much it was seen as a posh dessert. Starting with a prawn cocktail and finishing on a Vianetta, <laughs> you were dining at the fucking Ritz. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how things change because, you know, obviously you still get it. And like I said, it was nice. It's just, um, I just don't think you're buying it now to try outdo outdo your friends, are you? Yeah, I used to have, um, I used to always do it with fruit as well. Like my grandmother always used to put like strawberries or something with it. All right, yeah, 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 yeah. Because that was actually quite a nice mix as well. You had chocolate with the ice cream and then you had strawberries. To cut. It was a brilliant, yeah, brilliant, brilliant thing. But Viennetta's bloody elite. Great it. <laughs> and it was just a big rectangular or oblong chunk of ice cream, wasn't it? And like yeah, I said, yeah. it was the only one I think you would ever present. It's not like you'd have your, you bring out your tub of Neapolitan ice cream and put it on. <laughs> Neapolitan on, ice cream, yeah, my God, yeah. Yeah, you know, you wouldn't put that on the table or like a big tub of vanilla ice cream. You wouldn't do that. But with Viennetta, you would present it on a tray, on a on a, on a a serving dish. Yeah, anybody that bought Viennetta back in like the, the 90s did have a specific tray that was used for Viennetta. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Amazing. All right. Have you got anything else that come to mind? Well, I've actually got one question for you because when we were talking about things that were perceived as posh at one point, the one thing that I want to know is what about Pavlova? Was that something that was posh back in the day? It may have been, but it may have been before me. I remember, though, it being served as like a dessert at school. And I and I think, you know, my school wasn't posh. Um, <laughs> but again, it's but it's something I avoided because it's, Pavlova is like the, um, the meringue, isn't it? With the cream in the middle. And it, I just found yeah. it too sickly. I had it once and I just didn't like it. It was too sweet. Yeah, I always found that with Pavlova. But that reminds me of a dessert that would have been at some point a bit like your prawn cocktail, but for afters, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I kind of get what you're saying. And possibly, possibly. Yeah. I'll have to do some digging on that one. The thing is, right, we could talk about then, we could do a whole episode on crisps alone. Like you had the Space Raiders, we said Frazzles, uh, Ringos. There were, there were all sorts of things. You, the you ones know. where you put your own salt in them, salt and shakes. Salt and shake, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. Anyway, no. I think we need to end there. We need to end there. So, <laughs> so have you got anything else on food? No, no, no. That's that's my final note. Apart from the fact that this episode has proved that I'm definitely a fat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't we didn't name a single vegetable in this episode. <laughs> what are they? <laughs> it was either either all the dinner items were beige or everything else had sugar in it. Well, hope you enjoyed what is going to be the first episode of food month we've got a couple of exciting episodes to come up so we will we will reveal more soon before we finish we've recorded this uh this episode quite early actually haven't we since uh, the previous episode um, yeah has gone out as in literally the next the next day so I'll, I'll read a few so over on good pods we still have got a few reviews we've got antonio from the cult worthy hey there he, he's given us five stars Josh from Talking Smack has given us five stars. Decane with the boys, five stars. And you know who else has given us five stars? My favourite. Kay from the Fuck My Work Life. <laughs> it's never going to get old. No. It's never going to get old. That's the Fuck My Work Life podcast. If, if someone hates us, will you read the shit reviews out as well? I will 
possibly, yeah. I mean, they're going to be. <laughs> well, I was going to say there's fun to secure the review bombing. Um, but yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. we've got to be honest. We've got to be honest, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> Some person said, couldn't get through the first 15 minutes without these fucking arseholes doing my head in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, do you want to say bye, Lee? Right. I'll see you in the next episode where we can turn around and indulge in some more food talk. I'm going to go hit the fridge. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm actually quite happy. <laughs> I'm going to go open the fridge door, stand there for 10 minutes, and then realize I've got nothing to eat. <laughs> Drive down to Tesco and buy some Lunchables. Yeah, yeah and I'll find a t- fridge for Tesco. Yeah. Do you do any turkey Twizzlers? Yeah, oh my God. Yeah. Could you yeah. imagine? Okay, I'll say goodbye. We'll we'll play out with the live stream for the Cure trailer again. But before we finish, of course, we know there's a lot of podcasts from which you can choose. So we thank you for listening to Casting Views. Hello everyone, my name is Nick. I'm the host of Nikolai's Kitchen and I'm also the host of the annual Livestream for the Cure. Livestream for the Cure is a charity event where we raise money with content creators and podcast partners from around the world for the Cancer Research Institute, a wonderful nonprofit researching cancer immunotherapy, training the body's immune system to fight all forms of cancer. This is a mission and a future that I truly believe in. And myself and my team worked tirelessly over the past five years to raise over $50,000 for this cause. This year, we're aiming for our biggest single goal to date of $20,000, and we cannot do it without your help. Please join us for the event May 19th through the 21st, starting at 9 a.m. Eastern for 45 hours of content from people all over the world. Together, we can bring hope for a future immune to cancer. The more eyes we reach, the more dollars we raise. Please help us in making this goal a reality. Together, we can make a difference.